Hello and welcome to Walking the Earth Podcast. I'm Justin Castle. And I'm Mike Margulies calling in today from Koh Rong Island, Cambodia. Although that might be a little bit redundant because doesn't Koh mean island, I think. So Koh Rong is a little bit redundant. Koh Rong Island's a little bit redundant. <laughs> um, but I'm sitting here today with Yolanda, who's been living in Koh Rong for, I don't know, a year or so now? Yeah, almost a year. Yeah, and has some kind of management capacity role on several of the different guest houses and S- something cafes. Something along those lines. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you basically run most of Korong, it seems. I'm, I'm the secretary to Korong. Uh, I do the spreadsheets and I carry a clipboard. Assistant to the regional manager. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you're, you're basically... No, I just found myself an office job on an island. Yeah. Uh, Korong's kind of an interesting place though, right? Because... Uh, it's the first place um, that I've come to in my travels so far where there's so many people that are here for an extended time. Um, yes. Like expat, like, uh, foreigners that are here for a long time. Cambodia in general um, has a, a massive and really quickly growing expat community because I, in the last few years it's just opened its doors to tourism um, and it's really easy to get a business visa here. Yeah. Um, you just pay $5 more and you can come and you can work, you can get it renewed for as long as you want to. Apparently they're starting to crack down a little bit now mm. but for the moment you can get it extended unlimited amount of time. Like, I've already got mine extended for over a year now. I've been in Cambodia <laughs> since the end of February last year wow. and I just get six months and another three months and another month. And and see how long I want to stay. It makes me think I got the wrong visa because I came to Cambodia, I just got the normal, I guess, tourist visa yeah. instead of the business visa. Yep. But you're allowed to just get a business visa. Anyone right? can get a business visa. I, I just wrote on the form, like, what are you going to do? Work. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and the business one, you can actually just extend here rather than doing a visa yeah. run. You don't need to go to the border to get it extended. On your tourist visa, you can get extended for one month. But um, your business visa, yeah, unlimited amount of time. And whereas it costs like $50 to renew your tourist visa, you, you're only paying per month for the business visa. So, so you, it'll be like so $25 you, each time. You don't have to have a business per se sponsor you. You just literally pay extra money and that's it wow is that correct yeah because it's it's not actually a, yeah it's not actually a business visa it's a regular visa they have a tourist visa which means that you can only stay for two months before you've got to go to the border or they've got a regular visa which means you can work you can do whatever you want and it just costs five dollars more than the tourist visa that's crazy yeah. I I, no and idea. i think well cambodia it's got an interesting history and I think that's part of the reason why this is going. And so, and a lot of people, I think, in the U.S. are definitely not aware of this. Um, yeah, I mean, it was only, what, 30 years ago that Cambodia basically experienced a genocide. Um, so you, there, there's, there's massive skills gaps. They're, they are looking for people to come in with skills to, te- to teach, you know, locals. Um, yeah, and, and specifically, they, they, the genocide was against all the educated people yeah. in Cambodia. It was... It was against all the teachers, all the, you know, anyone that would, yeah, teach. They wanted everyone to go back to the land and be farmers. So anyone that was educated or skilled um, was killed off. So now they have this massive gap of skills, basically, like you were saying. Yeah. It's a skills gap and, uh, but, yeah, really... People here are just so friendly. They just they just want everyone coming in. They, yeah, they <laughs> I noticed that. Everyone's very, very friendly here. Uh, well, what one guy put it to me once is they're just happy to be alive. 
Yeah. Um, oh, that's yeah. <laughs> How? That gives you some perspective, like, I guess. <laughs> like, have you, like, have you never heard of any horror stories or any anything shady in Cambodia? Like, it's literally, your experiences have been pretty awesome. Uh, well, uh, I'm going to say I haven't heard of horror stories or shady experiences in Cambodia. It is the most corrupt country in the world uh, for a reason. Is it actually? Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, I think so. It's... Um, <laughs> Yeah, there, there's all sorts of stories that you hear, uh, but on the island, things tend to be fairly safe. Like here on Koh Rong, like it's a big island, it's 78 square kilometers, but um, there's only really one beach that's developed for tourism. There are no roads. Um, up until a couple of months ago, there was only one boat service that came here and it took two hours to get here from the mainland. <laughs> Last couple of months, we've now got a fast boat service. You can get here in 45 minutes. Um, but yeah, it's really underdeveloped. It's a load of huts on the beach. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, yeah. so where are you Which is me? awesome, where you by the way, I might add. <laughs> Um, one of these huts on the beach. We, we still got Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah. It's huts on the beach with Wi-Fi. <laughs> oh, yeah. Where'd they run the line from? Where'd they get the line, the Wi-Fi line? Um, actually, the Wi-Fi um, came here uh, two years ago uh, when they were filming the French version of Survivor. Really? Yeah. What? Um, they, they, <laughs> they, they filmed Survivor on the island, and so they put up the Wi-Fi for um, the Soxan base camp, which was where they were filming it. Um, and they did that one year, and then they came back last year while I was here, um, and they were going to film the second series, but on the first day, uh, one of the contestants had a heart attack. Whoa. Holy shit. Um, so, so that put so, a stop to the plans. Yeah, that... Um, it completely okay? cancelled that series. No, he, he died. Um, and then the international media got hold of it and they started calling up the doctor here who was like a local guy who was meant to be the doctor on set and then he ended up killing himself what? because it was all too much pressure. And wow. Yeah, that was pretty dramatic. Well, there's your answer to your first question. <laughs> Is there any shady shit going on? Oh, that's not even shady that's shit. That's not even like, shady, that, right? That's just some of the, you know, the drama of the island. <laughs> that's, that's nuts. But, um, but that gave the, 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 the positive spin on this is you, you have Wi-Fi. The positive the spin show. is that since that, the, the, yeah, since the TV show came, we've got Wi-Fi. Um, it actually, it runs, you can see the cable going all the way along the path to Long Beach. There's like a, a trek through the jungle that's like you have to climb in places and, you know, like rocks, ropes, all of that sort of thing, like proper jungle trek. Um, and there's a, if you, during rainy season if some of the mud's washed away you can see this like one internet cable just like weaving through the jungle along the path there's one cable for that services the island basically um well i think that that services the other side uh, so it's okay. so that the other side have wi-fi it comes like all the way from this side yeah. over there oh, cool, cool. and yeah it's and this whole island actually is all all the development's been pretty recent also, right? It's only the last, what, year or two that yeah. this has been happening? Yeah, um, the oldest guest house on the island has been here for 10 years, okay. um, oh. but up until about three years ago, it, there was three or four resorts on the island. There, there It wasn't a place for backpackers to go. Um, and then it's only in the last two years um, that the backpacker tourism has really started to develop and kick off. 
and all three businesses that I work for have um, opened in the last year and a bit. Um, so, and one of them is now one of the busiest backpacker bars on the beach. Anywhere that was open before that is really a sort of a more of a resort and sort right. of further down. Um, uh, but you know, now in the last year, I've seen probably ten or more businesses start up. It's wild. Um, it's just every every local villager is knocking down their house and building a guest house because they can make a lot of money with it right now. Like mm. it is tourism is booming at such a quick rate. That yeah, Koorong's just going, undergoing this massive expansion. Yeah, well, I'm. What was it? Um, Monkey Island, who've been here for three years. Mm. Um, the owner there was saying that this low season was busier for them than the high season last year. Wow. Wow. That's nuts. Yeah, so you've got this. It's a really kind of interesting situation, right? Because so, uh, all, and Korong in particular, there's all these new guest houses being built up. And because of the, uh, uh, basically, the genocide that happened years ago, um, lots of foreigners are basically being brought in or are coming in and are being hired to help develop these businesses or are developing them basically so you've got this really cool mix here of people like foreigners basically living in Korong or are, are living in Korong I should say yeah um, and, and the deal usually is something like okay so you work at the desk or the bar and in exchange you get your uh, room and board paid for um, so basically I guess what I'm saying is usually room Food and booze. Yeah, and that's that booze too. That's, that's, that's a pretty good deal. I, Most, I would do that. <laughs> yeah. So so basically, anyone who wants to can essentially come to Korong, Cambodia. You'll get a job. I've gotten offered jobs actually a couple times. <laughs> I'm not even looking for one. <laughs> you can get a job at one of these guest houses. Uh, you basically just a lot of times when you're working, you're just kind of hanging out. The key the... is stick around long enough, and you'll find something. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it, it took me four days to, to find a job as an artist because I, yeah. I came here and I had friends working bar, and I was like, oh, you know, I've done my part bar work when I was 18. I'm I'm ahead of that now. I'm doing other things, you know. But you know, an artist, yeah, I'll get free alcohol to paint some shit, like. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and, and that was your first. I think you were telling us before we started the recording, but you were that was your first job here on the island. You kind yeah, of I I got um I, I was here for four days and I I got hired to um to paint a bar that was sort of just opening. It sort of had a few people staying, but it was calling itself Construction Guest House because it still had loads of work going on and um they sort of they they already had some hippie stuff going on they had some hand prints on the walls and, right. and it sort of said the universe provides somewhere so I love that expression I've been using it all the time <laughs> it so is true. it's this expression for this island the universe provides yeah um and yeah they just gave me free reign to to paint on the walls and I'd got I think what Dave told me like my boss that hired me said uh I'll give you some free food uh no a room, free booze, and some pretty shitty food. <laughs> I was like, yeah, right. That, that, that sounds good enough to me. Those are the three things I was looking for. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Well, no, and then uh, and you wor I, you worked I worked there for a while. I was like, this food is shitty. I, I want to improve it. Can I, can I do something about the kitchen? <laughs> and, and is so that you what did? you, is that what so you did? did? Okay. And, <laughs> and then you, then you yeah, became... So the, I, um, the queen of that business, and then and then you went on to those other the other businesses you're working at. How did that work out? Well, 
I managed Vagabonds for six months. Um, so, like, within two weeks, I, I, we had an opening party, and so I gave my So you got promoted from artist to manager yeah. at some point. Um, so, <laughs> I was painting. This is manager. I, I, was, I was working every day painting, and then I took one day off to go camping. Um, and because I hadn't been there during the day, when I came back, I was oh, I'm so sorry, I've been off for, like, 24 hours. Um, and I gave my boss the night off and threw an opening party. Ah. <laughs> um, and that night we took more than we had done in the last week um, we took like $700 in a night we, we were able to pay our rent that month which we hadn't been able to do that before um, nice. uh, so, awesome. while, so you got to break even yeah while he was um, drunkenly stumbling around the party and I was working really hard um, <laughs> he said you're a fantastic manager <laughs> and you were just basically less drunk than him. And oh, I, I wasn't drunk at all, actually. I, I was, I, I was looking after the business. I, I enjoyed it. Like I've been traveling, doing fuck all. I haven't been working for uh, five months. I was quite enjoying actually having something to do. Um, and my goal coming away had been I want to go traveling and then start a business. Yeah. So I'd been like Same doing days. all this traveling thing, <laughs> and I was going to go back and start something. So here allowed me to start something without having to invest any of my own money because I don't have any um, yeah. and uh, on a paradise island which yeah. you know where could be better that's, um, that's the thing that's so incredible about this place right like you can live you can, if you want to you can move to an island and live here provide for yourself get a job really easily and provide for all your basic needs your housing your food yeah, your booze all, all the basic three, it's not three basic free. needs right. like true when well, i got here a year ago i had some money in my bank account and i don't anymore where, mm. um and i i got a page job fairly quickly um most people you won't get paid work on the island right you just get um, you paid into you, you get paid in accommodation for, food um yeah. <laughs> alcohol i get 150 dollars a month now mm. um and I pr still probably spend over by about fifty, a hundred dollars a month. Yeah. So like you, and yet, um, wow. I'll still yeah. eat other places because right. I, yeah, well, sometimes, sometimes I, yeah, sometimes I want to drink in the place that's got a pool table instead of the one where I get yeah. free alcohol. You know, so it's good to have a little bit of cash flow. Yeah. Still. Oh, plus, you know, drinking in the place where I work, I'll always have to answer a question or something. Someone will always get me to to work in some small way. So if yeah. I really want time off, I've got to go somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, it's gotcha. true. Yeah, if you show up to somewhere where you are, uh, if yeah, I show up to somewhere where I work, people are going to say, "Oh, who's questions. coming in the booking? Who, you know, is it, what, yeah. What's going on with this?" <laughs> like, yeah, sometimes I need to hide, and sometimes I need to go to the mainland. Uh, That's the expensive thing. Yeah. Is that once you're used to all of this, like free food, free alcohol, and everything, and then you know, occasionally you get island fever, and you know, it all gets a bit much of living on an island and not seeing civilization, and you need to go and get some hot shower and a bit of aircon and yeah. and all of that sort of thing, but. You know, that'll cost you like a hundred bucks for a couple of nights there. Which, yeah, you know, exactly. Is, is well, to get the boat, right? The round trip on the boat is 30 bucks or something, I think. I get free boat rides. Oh, you get free boat rides. <laughs> okay. Another oh, quirky bat. <laughs> you are, I'm telling you, you're the queen of Quran. <laughs> she is. So actually, if you want it, there's no ATMs on this island also. And so if you want to get money, you have to... <laughs> You have two options, basically. So you can take this the boat into town for like 30 bucks. But I was like, ah. Or you can give me a passport. Or, I can, or, I can, or what I did was I gave Yolanda my passport, and she spotted me some money. So this is your other business you've got going on, is the, the money yeah. loaning business. Yeah, um, we, we, we're now oh, cash loan. that's a great business. It's a 10%. great, it is a great, yeah, she gets 10%. So um, I guess Dude. for me, what I, 
Dude. I don't get that temperature. Oh, she doesn't get it all. I like that. That's just what I'm doing for my boss. Right, um, right. He like Mike. Yeah. <laughs> Mike. All right. All right, Yolanda, Mike, I don't know if you want to conspire in this, but here's what you do. You go back, you order an ATM connected to that single That's actually a good internet idea. connection, <laughs> and you make bad. bank. You that have the only really ATM idea. on the island. I actually know someone, or a few people, that have tried very similar things. They got one of those uh, chip and pin readers. Um, they had one going at Frank's uh, before it burnt down. Um, but it, they still got to charge like 8%. Which, yeah. when you can do a cash loan for ten percent, and you don't need to worry about all of those, like internet going down, all of that sort of bollocks. It didn't work fifty percent of the time. It was more hassle. We we need to send money over to the mainland frequently anyway to do our shopping. So this is just an easy oh, way for us okay. to send it over. Yeah. In the um yeah, we've got a guy over there that does our shopping. We send him the passport. He meets people with the passport. They give him the money. Easy. Yeah, and it actually, it works out for everybody really because, so for me, my alternative was take a 30, spend 30 bucks for a round trip and a few hours of time to go to the mainland. Um, as long as I'm taking out, say, less than $300 at 10%, yeah. um, I've spent the same amount of money to get, I'll only spend 30 bucks either way to get yeah. more money. Well, we don't, and now I don't have the time. One I don't passport have to spend the time. is max $300 anyway because, yeah. you know, there, you yeah. pay that again. So once I get to my $300 limit, I'll have to actually go to the mainland <laughs> and go to the ATM. But you don't spend that much money here. I mean, relative to other places in Southeast Asia, this is not the cheapest. Um, you are paying more um, being on an island here than you would say in yeah, like I was in Chiang Mai. More... Everything's like accommodations more, foods more. Yeah. But relative to say living in the U.S. or England, it's still very cheap. So we're talking, you get a you can get a dorm bed for seven bucks yeah. uh, or a private room for fifteen right. to twenty. Um, relative to what I was paying in other places, you pay five but, bucks a night, right? But also, compared to other paradise islands, yeah. like say, I paid $500 for a week in the Caribbean. Yeah, um, exactly. So yeah. when you compare it to like that, you're like, wait, this is still way cheaper. Yeah. By my standards now, backpacking is probably <laughs> expensive, but wait, let me take a step back for a second. Yeah. 15 bucks for a private room on a, on a, on on a paradise island, island. Yeah. 15 bucks a night. Uh, if that's expensive, Can, then that's a good situation. Yeah. What is the accommodation that you get for fifteen dollars? Like, what is what is it? You what does it look like? would Describe get a basic room using with, adjectives. Yeah, basic <laughs> mosquito net, um, cozy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the rooms at Dreamcatch are pretty nice, though. Actually, yeah, no, Dreamcatch. We've got some really nice rooms. You get double-sized beds. Yeah, big beds. The um, but even Dreamcatch, which is quite high-end accommodation, we don't have fans working in all the rooms. Mm. Um, the mm. yeah, the electricity is uh, we're entirely but solar powered. Electricity, um, yeah. so our electric works, but it all runs on 12 volts, which is cars. So we've got to have the inverter, mm. and then the fans over here right. are also shoddy that they break within a month. Then you go buy new ones, and yeah, you know, getting all of that sort of thing sorted just means most places don't bother like especially if you've got a generator you're not going to run electricity during the day so there's no point in really having fans yeah i mean so there, there gotcha. are some i guess island um pains if you want to call them that if you want to but at the end of the day you get a room for 15 bucks and if you're splitting with someone you're paying seven or eight yeah. bucks each you're getting a, a good bed you're getting wi-fi and electricity and everything and a paradise island 
Uh, yeah, you don't have what's this sort the of a fan look, or something, but... <laughs> what's the room look like? Because what's the room look like? Because I, you, so far you've described, you know, the places pink, you've been. They're it's all a like, pink bed. They're all like huts. They're all like, they don't seem, they don't look fully enclosed. Like, yeah, like what, what does it look like? They're not fully enclosed. They've got gaps at the top of the walls for ventilation. Um, but most of the rooms yeah. in Dreamcatcher, um, they've got like pink frilly sheets uh, and like pink and purple <laughs> pillowcases with cats on them and a pink mosquito. <laughs> Out with flowers all over it, um, and then over the over low season when it just opened, we had a lot of people staying. Um, that was just like artists stay for free. We had a big sign up outside saying artists stay for free for oh, a while. Really? Yeah, um, so we just had a load of pe people coming in and painting their rooms. So a lot Do of musicians the count as artists. Yeah. Uh, in, in low season, in low season. Um, <laughs> like in low season when it's raining all the rooms go down to like three five bucks a night for a private room um, oh really yeah like for that's sure. how a lot of people that sort of are living on this island now sort of came to be here for long term tourists is that in low season it's really cheap to live here yeah you can get your own private room for three dollars um, uh, there's just yeah there's so many rooms there's not enough tourists it, it, it prices drop yeah, it was like that in similar in Goa, India. Yeah. When in the off season in September, it was, I mean, I was splitting a room with someone for five dollars, so we each paid two fifty or something. Yeah. But then in the high season, you know, it went up to ten bucks or a yeah. cheap room. I, the cheapest I could find in the whole place was ten. Prices double in December. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then they double yeah. again for Christmas and right. Chinese New Year. Oh, Chinese um, New Year. Chinese New Year was a trick that we missed this year. The island didn't double, even though we were fully booked, and I should have seen it beforehand. Uh, um, but the mainland all raised their prices, and it's like when they do it, then we can do it. Yeah, <laughs> Chinese New Year, man. I, I had that when I. So actually, when my visa expired for Thailand a month or two ago, I came to Laos, and it was right in the middle of Chinese New Year. So uh, I show up to Laos, and I'm looking for a room. And so I, I, I'll go in a couple guest houses and say, okay, how much for room? They say 40, thinking they mean 40,000 um, kip, yeah. which would be $5. And I said, oh, 40,000 kip, that's good. And they said, oh, no, no, 40 US dollars for a night. Yeah. And I was thinking, whoa, what? <laughs> what country am I in right now? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and it was because of the Chinese New Year. There were so many people. And, uh, yeah. Eventually, I did find a place for 40,000 kip. <laughs> but it took me a day searching around uh, this sit in Luang Prabang, Laos. We had that problem it. in Luang Prabang. I think when the... Because in Luang Prabang, you arrive there on a slow boat. Yeah, exactly. Um, so you're coming in through Thailand. So they know that you're going to get 50 people looking for rooms at the same, at time. The same time. It's wild. Um, so they, they raise their prices massively. It's crazy. Um, I think if you look around at a different time of day, that's not when the slow boat's coming yeah. in, then you're, you're a lot likely to find cheaper rooms. Well, that's but what we did in the we, morning we, the next day. Everyone <laughs> had already agreed that it was, yeah, five, six dollars a night. And, and we were just like, what? Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that when I got on the boat I ended up the first night um, actually luckily another backpacker he ended up getting a room for 20 and I split it with him so we each paid 10 so it wasn't terrible but the next morning we went searching before the slow boat arrived and found uh, the cheaper hostel um, but yeah it's kind of crazy yeah we found one split between three people so we managed to get it alright but Luang Prabang is neat also because of the slow boat thing because what ends up happening is you come You've now been in a slow boat with a group of people for two days. Now all of you, this whole circle of friends you've had for a couple days is now in the same city together. So everyone you know is hanging out in Long Prabang and going to the bowling alley at night. And everyone's <laughs> doing exactly the same Yeah, exactly. Trip. 
<laughs> yeah, Luang Prabang to Van Vien to Vientiane. To yeah, and so you bump into the same people over and over yeah, again. Everyone starts north and like, works their way south. Yeah, I found that because I stayed on Dondet for quite a while in the in the south mm. of Laos, I, I stayed there for nine days. And then Go I traveled around an island the, for a long time. Yeah, the, the north of Cambodia for quite a while. So I ended up losing most of the people that were on my trip down like right. everyone was ahead of me yeah um timing went off yeah bit. yeah it's like I, I happened to me also everyone but you meet so many more people when you just stay in one place yeah. like when you're traveling you meet the same people over and over again and you know when you stay in one place everyone you meet because everyone will come through and it's a much better way of meeting people yeah it's kind of like you wouldn't huh. think that's how it would work that staying put you meet more people but it is kind of that way right because if you are moving around yeah. a circuit the same, yeah, you're basically with the same group. But yeah, when I was staying in oh, Chiang Mai for three I weeks, understand. Mm. yeah, so yeah, when I was staying for three weeks in the same place, the um, you know, every four or five days, it'd be a new cycle of people. So yeah. a group of people would come in, and inevitably, four or five days later, the group would all leave at the same time because yep. they're all friends now, and they're like, oh, let's go to Pi. They'd all leave together. And then now there's availability in the hostel. Yep. Another group of people comes in. Mm -hmm. So every few days there'd be you, like a new group. <laughs> you notice it here on the island, like the island will just suddenly get really quiet and like everyone will check out. It's because everyone's met each other in the hostel, made friends with each other, and they're moving on to the places together. Yeah. Um, it's really interesting how the backpacking that whole thing works. <laughs> backpacking cycle. You, yeah, the backpacking yeah. cycle. I like, to, I like to call it the how? residence time of a city. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like each city's got a certain typical amount of time where someone will stay. So it's like, maybe it's three days, maybe it's four days. Depends, varies by city. But it's if you stay in a particular city past its residence time, yeah, you're gonna meet a whole you, new group of people. You see the whole new people. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. <laughs> Yolanda, are you do, you? do you have a bunch of people that you know on the island besides your boss, or is it is it a small? Yeah. Like, do you have your crew? Yeah, we've we've got a good little crew, and the um, the turnover of the island um, tends to be like in high season, people stay for a lot longer. So at the moment, we've got a lot of people that have been here since about October when the high season began. Um, mm -hmm. So there's you know most of the staff from the island I've known since then, um, and there's a few people that are like. The, the hardcore crew that have that either arrived during low season or before then um, that are still here. Um, but there's only really a handful of us. Um, there's for people that don't have a stake in a business here um, and don't dive or something like that. I think that there's only three other people that have been here longer than me. Um, okay. There's yeah two of the bar staff at Monkey Island and, and one at Mango, um, but the the turnovers really quick. So although we get we get oh, a good gotcha. crew, we get a good community, and you make some great friends, um, they'll still all leave. Everybody leaves. Like, and that's also relative, well, right? Yolanda. So it's a high turnover. Yeah. Well, I want to know. I want to know like when Yolanda. So everybody leaves. When when are you leaving? What's your what? Do you have one a plan month. Or are you just going with it right now? Uh, no, I've only got a month left. Um, when I didn't go home last June, I said I'd stay for a year. Um, so I've I've stayed for a year now. I've seen the the whole high season through. Oh, I've seen all the seasons through, um, from low season through <laughs> to high. Um, and now it's time for me to move on. Yeah. And also, Wait, where's, I was gonna. Where's next? Go ahead. Um, go ahead. 
Next, um, I'm going. Uh, I'm going to go back to Thailand for a little bit. Um, when I stayed here for the Khmer New Year last year, um, I told my boss that I'd be um, going to uh, Thailand for Songkran next year. Um, so that's what I'm doing. I'm probably heading to Thailand also, so we'll probably be seeing yeah, each other. So, uh, Are you yeah. going to Chiang Mai for that? Yeah, Chiang Mai for Songkran. <laughs> By the way, Songkran, if, if you don't know what it is, it's this big water fight in yeah. Thailand for like a week or something. Yeah, Basically, a week-long water festival. You walk on the street and people have water guns and just soak you everywhere you're going. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to go and awesome. um, soak people with a water pistol for a week and That's... then go and live in a monastery for a week um, and then go home. <laughs> so a range of experiences from like water fighting to monastery. Yeah, well, I've lived on a party island for a year now and I think I need some more yeah. uh, spiritual time, maybe yeah, a bit yeah. of a detox. Um, I need a detox. I've only been here for like a week and a half and I feel like, holy shit. Um, <laughs> Like last yeah. night, I, I there was a party last night. I didn't make it out because I was just like, I'm partied out right now. I I don't go out drinking often. Yeah. I, I I can't be bothered with that anymore. Maybe I'm getting old. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but like I think living here and free alcohol, it's it's put me off booze. Yeah, um, yeah exactly. <laughs> it, it sounds like an amazing. It sounds like an amazing time. And the way you describe it, it sounds. It, it sounds like that movie, The Island, with Leonardo DiCaprio. The beach. It, it is the beach. The only the difference beach. between here and the beach um, is that we tell people about it. Yeah. Um, we, yeah okay. We... <laughs> and, you and you don't kill people? You don't kill people? or? There's only been one murder on the island from... so far. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I, I guess that's pretty... That's like nothing. We wanted to know about the no, shady shit. <laughs> I told you there was shady shit. Yeah. This is Cambodia. <laughs> Man. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there's um, there is still untouched beaches on this island. Like, as I said, there's mm. one island uh, beach that's developed for tourism. Twenty eight beaches. Um, two of them have like one guest house on each one, but yeah, you can still grab a tent, go find yourself a, a bit of beach and a bit of forest, and and just yeah, um, yeah, camp out. Like I met yeah. people here last year that uh, and more this year that are doing that. They just stay for weeks. They get their own little stove, yeah. a tent, like. Just go live out in the jungle. It's possible. You can hire someone, a local, for a few bucks to take you in a boat to a completely empty island and stay there for a couple of days. Um, it's yeah, it's amazing. That's, That's what Mike cool. did the other night. That's yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. A, a very uh, yeah. nice offer. <laughs> yeah, it's, it was great. <laughs> did, did, is that what you did? Did you actually do that? Yeah, yeah. It was it was pretty awesome. It was a, it was a cool experience. <laughs> nice. Uh, went with nice. A, a friend and two of us just hung out on an empty island cool. and it was, there was like an abandoned temple there and we just kind of hung out there for a couple of days um, you can do that here freaking sweet it's, yeah it's really do, cool do, do you have do you have any photos of that um, I do I do um, I want to see that yeah I, I can show see you that. are they decent <laughs> yeah I don't know if they're decent <laughs> um, I'll send them to you privately <laughs> okay um, appreciate it um, <laughs> Uh, but I, w I wanted to know. So Yolanda, so your 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 journey onward is going on, um, going back to Thailand. You're going to go explore a little bit more, and then where's home? Where's home? Uh, home is Glastonbury in England. Um, I haven't actually lived there for ten years, um, so I'm going to go back there for a few months, spend some time with my parents, as uh, I guess you're meant to do at some at some point yeah. in your life. Um, <laughs> yeah. And um, 
but really probably say my goodbyes to England. I've realised that I've, living outside of England is so much better than living there. Mm. Just like, you know, I want to start a business. I, I want to, you know, be able to do things and, you know, just living being so cheap out here means that your time is worth less and you can spend time on doing what you want. Right. Um, exactly. So if I want to be developing something and building something, I'd much prefer to be doing it out here where I could survive on a lot less than if I was trying to develop something back in the UK. Uh, yeah. Uh, which, you know, just I don't have the capital to be able to do anything like that at the moment. But what I think I do can do is go back there for a few months, save up enough money to get to Australia, work there for a year, save up a lot of money, and then be able to start a business in any cheap country that I want to. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's precisely it, you know? Like, I feel the same way about living in the U.S. I, I want to. Part of the reason I'm traveling is also because I want to start a business. Mm. Um, and so if I'm living in the U.S., it's so much more expensive that I'm going to have to spend my time working um, a pretty intense job just yeah. to pay for my bills. But if you're living somewhere like Southeast Asia, where the cost of living is just so significantly cheaper, you've now saved up money uh, that you earned in dollars or pounds, mm. and now you're exchanging it for real or for uh, bot. Or what um, my boyfriend here does is he runs his own business. Um, he's a freelance graphic designer. Um, in Australia, awesome. that didn't earn him enough to survive. You know, he was living on friends' floors and doing a bit of woofing, like that sort of thing. Um, but over here, you know, getting paid $100 for a logo design can last you a week. Yeah, exactly. Um, and also, Absolutely. since he's been out here, he's getting all of the work for all of these businesses that are growing and need all their graphic design work and logos being made and menus created and business yeah. cards and all that mm -hmm. sort of thing. He's getting tons of work and he's, he's doing it I in return for... I need to get business for, cards, actually. Yeah. <laughs> he's doing it in return for, um, for tabs, just getting, like, the food and drinks. And like, like what all the other staff get paid in, um, he just gets, like, a $50 tab here for designing their logo or a hundred dollars there for, for doing something else for awesome. them um so like it's like I'm, I'm trying to tell a lot of my friends back home about it at the moment because yeah. as a freelancer like if you can do all of your work from a laptop um just being able to live in communities out here like the internet's good enough in southeast asia um like that was the main problem with india is just the internet wasn't good enough to be able to mm. do it but um yeah, yeah. You know, out here wi-fi connections are strong enough i've met quite a few people like writing managing websites like doing all sorts just like you can yeah, Southeast Asia is basically, we're basically in the Wild East right now. We used to go Wild West, now there's a Wild East. Yeah, it and, is the Wild Wild East. And it's an entrepreneur's paradise because yep. you can um, you can live for... No rules, no tax. No rules, no tax, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you can live for really cheap. Basically what it allows you to do is because you can live cheap more cheaply here than back in the U.S. or the U.K., uh, you have the time. You're not having to work uh, an intense job all your time. You have the time to spend on building a business, working on your, your own little brand. And just having that, it's a trade-off, right? So now, okay, you left, say so you left a job in the UK or the US, um, so now you're not making all those money, but you're also not spending that money. And what you get in exchange for it is all this time to work on whatever it is your passion yeah. is. And that is the that is the single probably most beautiful thing about this area of the world is you can do that. You can make your own thing. Yeah. And 
it's still very easy to get distracted by all of the amazing things to do that and too. see and the bars to hang out right. in yeah. and people to meet and drink uh -huh. with and that sort of thing. Um, like I've I've started many ideas since I've been here and not actually sat down and done it because you know when the sun's shining and you can go snorkeling, why are you going to be sitting at your computer learning how to code? Um, <laughs> yeah. But. <laughs> Um, at the same time, I, you know, I did a course at UCLA while I was in Laos. Yeah. Um, you know, you, if you just, you know, you say, right, this week I'm doing this. Like, that's why I didn't leave John Depp. It's like, right, I'm staying here for nine days, I'm not doing anything else, I'm going to do this course in project management. And that's what I did, and it was yeah, fun. Yeah, <laughs> Oh, you're right, though. It's easy to get distracted. I mean, yesterday I finally got around to, like, getting my taxes kind of set up and working on that. And it was like, it took all of my uh, willpower to like sit down on my laptop and like, I, it took all uh, my willpower, man, to do that rather I than just go and like hang out with people. It, it took me a year to cancel my phone contract because some things become really difficult, like making phone calls yeah. to, to the UK and, and, and trying to, because you know, there's no printer on the island or, or anything like that. So like printing out paperwork. Post in Cambodia is shit as well, so you can't really. You guys just... run the post office. <laughs> yeah, we we we. <laughs> Who put... do we look at to blame for that? <laughs> we put the first post box on Koh Rog, where we just like painted a cardboard box red and cut a bunch of couple of slats in it. Um, <laughs> but, you and know, if my, my parents were you, asking, you're to... the mail. You're the mailman too. You're the yeah, mail yeah. person too. Yeah, we do that too. <laughs> Hey, there's, there was a gap in the market. Uh, but, um, yeah, my parents wanted to send me something, and it's like, where can I send it to? I'm like, well, I guess you'd have to send it via Monkey Republic, which is a bar on the mainland that have a sister bar on the island. So it would be me, care of Monkey Island, care of Monkey Republic. Holy shit. <laughs> what? Which would never get here in the That's first place. That's insane. Oh, and the so, fact that it would get looked through and anything of value would get taken out before it got here. Oh, really? Yeah, it's Cambodia. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> so don't don't send by Cambodia mail anything valuable. <laughs> Mike, I was gonna just send you. I was gonna send you a thousand dollars, but I I guess I won't. <laughs> do that. Let's risk it. Yeah. <laughs> I have a I have a PayPal account. You can just PayPal it to me. Bitcoin. Oh. It's way forward. Bitcoin. Yeah. Oh. Bitcoin. I guess you saw that thing, thing about Bitcoin and yeah, something happened recently. I've got with a Bitcoin account. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, something, no. Something uh, went it, missing. It, like a bunch of Bitcoins just disappeared a few days ago. I think. That that, that happens. It, yeah. it's, it's virtual money. Of course, it's gonna happen. <laughs> um, but no, yeah. it happened. Like, and the guys that run the exchange are like, oh, we don't know what happened. <laughs> my my friend just got a thousand right, overnight. It was he was he was, it was like, he had five dollars worth of uh, Bitcoin and it, it yeah it grew. It was great. I bought a little bit. I have like seventy five dollars when I purchased it of bitcoins. I don't know if the value's gone up or down. What? That was point 0.1 bitcoins. So they were selling for 750 at the time. I don't know how to I don't know where it's gone. What what can you buy with it? I don't, what can you buy with it? <laughs> um, Silk <you> Road. <laughs> um, more and more things. More and more. Yeah. Um, they like What can you buy on an island with Bitcoin? What can you buy <laughs> on an island with Bitcoin? But you can't buy anything on this island with bitcoins, but you yeah. can't buy anything on this island with <laughs> card either. Yeah. Cash only. 
It'll be interesting to see where if it works because yeah, right now I think one of the main things is the Silk Road. So Silk Road, if you don't know what it is, it's like this underground website where you can get. Um, I've never used it myself. I don't even know how to find it because it's like yeah. hidden in the depths of the internet somewhere. Yeah. But you can get anything illegal. But it's like a uh, uh, you, internet black market. You can buy market. all sorts of things on there. You can buy cameras. Um, oh, you can buy legal yeah, things yeah. also. Yeah, you can buy legal things. Oh, well, it's known, I guess, for the um, illegal things you can buy. Yeah. Um, everything from and like drugs to like even like hits on people and stuff like crazy shit you can buy. Silk roads. Silk roads. Another thing, but. Yeah, but you can like, buy legitimate things as well on, with bitcoins now more and more. Yeah, you can buy legitimate things with bitcoins. Yeah. Um, Silk so, so Road is it still going. I I, well, it was, shut, it was down, shut down, but they re restarted it. Yeah. Uh, I saw an article. Of course, it was a Vice article uh, about it. Um, yeah, I don't know what's going on with it. It's the whole thing's an interesting. It's a developing situation, right? Yeah. Well. Um, power of the internet. Yeah, we'll see. It would be really cool buy, if this. Cash I want to buy on. a spider monkey. I want to buy a spider monkey. You can probably buy that on Silk Road. <laughs> <laughs> but you gotta look at the reviews. Uh, See if previous purchasers of spider monkeys did they receive a spider monkey that was vaccinated? Did they received. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Was it uh, rabid? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> did it eat spiders? <laughs> is it alive? Um, um, but was it used or was it new? <laughs> I want to do, um, I guess you want to plug your various businesses. Oh, I should probably give them a plug. Yeah. Um, like, Vagabonds is the uh, the cool little hippie beach shack. It's got some beds out on the beach. Best veggie burger. Um, then we've got Island Boys, the, the backpacker destination. It's where to go for your beer pong and... Uh, chugging beers I don't like beer why am I, why, why am I talking about that place um, and, <laughs> but and if then, you stay at Island Boys you get three free drinks every day do, yeah you do get three if you free remember drinks. to show up between 6 and 7 yeah yeah you gotta show up at 6 o'clock and they do a good barbecue <laughs> um, but uh, and then Dreamcatch which is my current little project my favourite because uh, it's my baby at the moment um, and it's Little Hippie Cafe it was what I originally got promised we were going to do for Vagabonds until it turned into a late night bar um, but I've got one of my friends from home who's a Glastonbury little fairy chef to cooking like amazing veggie and meat breakfast but like I sourced the meat from the right places so we've got the like proper English sausages and I made by this little old couple that been perfecting their recipe for 10 years yeah the uh yeah paprika on the eggs and, and coconut cream in the muesli Pro proper hippie foods it's really <laughs> good food and the atmosphere at Dreamcatchers awesome. I mean I actually haven't I haven't actually stayed at Dreamcatch yet, uh, no, properly. You, you've slept on the floor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've slept on the floor a, a couple times. Um, but it's such a... I just hang out there, because yeah. everyone's just really cool. There's a whole group of, uh, of well, people that... as I said to one of my colleagues recently, that I only hire hippie girls that exude love. Yeah, exactly. Um, so they're all floating around in little pinafores, um, just, just wanting to give everybody hugs and read their aura. It's actually amazing. Yeah, you just hang out in this group with a bunch of cool chicks, and we have slumber parties. Yeah, we, we, we have movie nights. We watched The Matrix the other night, yeah. um, which was awesome. Uh, awesome. Um, yeah, Matrix 1 oh, and so cool. 2. Um, yeah. We, we want to do um, Alice in Wonderland, a Mad Hatter's Tea Party is going to happen soon. Oh, that's um, awesome. And cool. we want to do the Star Wars trilogy. Um, Count me in for Star Wars. Yeah, like, so I'm still, uh, my visa's not up yet. And I'm yeah, still I think we should, maybe we should do oh. that quickly while Nat's, aware, and Nat's ill because she doesn't like Star Wars, but uh, um, me and my sister are both well up for it. My yeah. sister wants to do the full like Leia. She's going to do things. Leia, yeah, yeah, Leia, Leia twirl things and all that's sorts. That's amazing. Like, um, um, is it yeah. a, have a dress up party? Are you going to dress up? Yeah, well, 
if people want to dress up, they can dress up. I think it should be a requirement, actually, for Star Wars. Matt has a tea party. We're definitely gonna have to have hats. Yeah, exactly. I had hats. All my hats get stolen. I think I've complained about this already. But I have all these. I always get these cool hats that call to me, and then inevitably some girl steals it from me, and it's always like, oh, let me borrow this hat, and I never get it back. It's happened three times in the last like two weeks. Personal um, frustration. Well, but you know what's really cool about, um, I mean, you were saying earlier, there's a fast turnaround here. Yeah. Um, and there is, relative to, say, normal businesses, people have jobs, but relative to the backpacker scene, it's actually yeah, pretty long residence time, you would say. Yeah, the backpacker scene, people stay here for Long a residence long time, time in Koran. Like, yeah, like, yeah, what I would say is like, oh, people don't stay around. It's because, you know, I, I'm used to people leaving after two months when it's like, oh, it feels like you've been here no time. But, you know, yeah. they have been here for two months. Exactly. So this is the uh, first place I come right. and now... I've been hanging out with the same crew with all of you guys yeah. for now a week or two, and it's, yeah, I haven't been able, really done that anywhere else I've been backpacking. It's usually, mm. okay, four or five days, maybe a yeah. week if it's a place people stay long, and people move on. My little sister just arrived, um, and she uh, like was telling people on the mainland, it's like, oh yeah, I think I'll stay for quite a long time, like a month, six weeks, and everyone that's been here for a long time is like... That's no time. But when you're backpacking, like staying somewhere yeah. a month seems like a long time. Exactly. Um, but, you know, for the people that are living over here, it's like the, the people that come and go in a month, like you don't even bother getting to know them. Yeah. Um, I, there's some of my friends that say they won't speak to someone unless they've been here at least two months. Oh, wow. <laughs> you haven't met them yet. Don't worry. Okay. Well, of course. I've only been here two weeks. I haven't met the minimum qualifications yet. <laughs> um... But yeah, so well, I guess I, you I got... have no qualifications whatsoever. <laughs> but, um, yeah, you don't even have the right to talk to yeah, them. Yolanda, you don't have the right to talk I to Yolanda, you actually. I'll, I'll, I speak to everybody. We, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, we, Yolanda, I wanna, I'm going to dub you, I know we've said it a couple times, I want to dub you Queen of Korang, even though it's an unofficial title, <laughs> so Boom. nobody gets upset. <laughs> We're, dub we're dubbing you that for this uh, Queen podcast. Queen of Korong. Um, oh, Dave will get upset. He'll think I'm usurping his empire. <laughs> <laughs> um, but with your unofficial title of Queen of Korong, uh, Yolanda, we just have uh, one, one last kind of question to wrap things up. Um, what is one thing, you've named so many things already, but what is one other thing that you want to do before, that, before you die? Ooh, I, my life goal is to get to every country in the world before I die. Um, I, I've been to, I might be nearing 20% now. Nice. Um, so I'm doing well. I, and I've still got, I haven't done any of Australasia, Central or South America. So I, I've, I've got a long way to go. Or Africa. I haven't done Africa yet. Yeah. So yeah, long way to go, but I think I'll, I'll, I'll achieve it. Yeah, you can get it for sure. Yeah. My buddy Ben awesome. I was traveling with uh, a couple weeks before and up to when arriving here, he has the same goal. Yeah, uh, it's I've cool. met a few people with it. It's, uh, you know, everyone will go about it in a different way, but you know, each country I go to, I just find out about more countries I want to go to. Like yeah, I went exactly. to China and people were telling me about Uzbekistan and Mongolia and Kazakhstan and, and all of those places and now I really need to do a, a trip around there. Uh, <laughs> awesome. Yeah, it's, it is kind of funny because the more you travel, it's, it's not like you're eliminating things from the list. You're no, really just you, adding things to the list. You add more things. It's like, I thought I wouldn't like <laughs> Vietnam so I decided to quickly go through it in two weeks and it just added loads of more places I want to go visit in Vietnam. Right, now you have to go back. And yeah, now I've got to go back. But yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Um, 
So I guess for anyone coming to Korong, uh, you probably can't help but avoid one of uh, Yolanda's places. <laughs> yeah, but um, Korong Booking at Gmail. That's the, that, that's the oh, thing. there we yeah. go. Korong Booking at Gmail, you'll get through to whoever takes my job in the future after I leave. Cool. Um, and uh, they, they should uh, be able to tell you at least some you know, advice about what's happening on the island whenever you're coming because you know, it's changed so much in the last year. It will be a completely different place by next year. The businesses that are top now might be rat infested. You never know. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, so it's a good one-stop shop for all the information yeah, you need. Yeah, go wrong booking. Or you, you'll be able to just to fi find out the, the, the deal with the island these days. Are there like Facebook pages also for the yeah, various yeah, places? Yeah, like, yeah. Dreamcatch, Vagabonds, and Island Boys are all on Facebook. Um, uh, we're on a Hostel Bookers and Hostel World as well. Um, we don't like taking bookings though, um, so we, we only allow like one or two dorm beds and rooms to get booked up. Because really, if you're traveling around Asia, like, unless it's like a peak period, like Christmas, Chinese New Year, don't bother booking ahead. If you want to secure a room, just get the early boat. Like, it's so much better having walk-in customers that like look in, they like the look of the place, they, they get on with the vibe, than taking people that have like planned the whole trip in advance, then get there and it's not quite what they expected. <laughs> right, right. I, I definitely agree with that. The best option for it traveling like just backpacking in general you don't need to go and do a plan every detail of your trip and... show up yeah and you'll figure it show out you'll up, find a place see what happens like yeah. okay yeah sometimes you, you'll end up like stuck with your bag somewhere not really knowing where you're going or what you're doing but that's when you meet some interesting people exactly. that'll help you out that's one of the best stories <laughs> so if you do wander into Korong check out Vagabonds Island Boys and or Dreamcatch Inn or whatever project you've got going on yeah. uh, by that point by I'll that have point. a resort yeah <laughs> Um, yeah, cool. Well, thanks for coming on to the show, Yolanda. Oh, thank really you very much. It. Uh, it was nice to meet you. Yeah. You still with us, Castle? I don't know. We might have lost nope. Castle. Uh, I think we lost Castle. I think we lost him. Uh, so I'll sign off uh, on behalf of uh, Castle, who usually does. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to Walking the Earth podcast. Thanks again, Yolanda, for coming on the show. And we will catch you next time. Cool.